Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Welcome to Jen Exhausted. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm Jess. It's football season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With that layer, we'll talk a little shit. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So what's going on, guys? Oh, not much. Chilling. What's up with you? I, I, I just realized, don't we... It, did they get done with the coronation and of... of Charles and Barry, Lizzie, and all that bullshit. Is that all done now, or is that still going on? Well, I think, didn't they do that, like, the Saturday after I thought that was, like, well, I mean, like, it's... Like, some dudes had to make an announcement on a balcony in a whole bunch of cities in the UK, and, like, trumpets are played and shit, and it looked like shit out of a fucking movie. I don't know. Actually, I, there hasn't been a, a, a new queen, king, anything in my, in our lifetimes. How the fuck would we know? Uh, I think I saw, when I did see some, it's the one time where you see the dudes take off their fucking hats. They saluted the new king, the, the guards. Buckingham Palace yeah. guards. I believe those are called bearskin hats, according to what I read. Well, no, no. I mean, I understand that, like, the the succession happens, you know, immediately. Whatever the fuck. I'm talking about the whole fucking song and dance procession and, and, and puppet show that they, they, they put on. Because uh, I know, like, doesn't she... Like, they said it was going to be, like, what, nine days after she died before she was buried? And I'm just like, really? Like, Damn. Like, we're still doing this shit. Like, Didn't I, a bunch of people get, like, a lot of time off work for it, too, though? She, like, went on tour and shit. I you know I, I did the weekend at Bernie's or weekend at Lizzie's. I think I think they did. I mean I think it was probably, but of course it's probably some sort of government fucking connected jobs over in England or some shit. But I just yeah I just I 
I, I just think it's funny because even like when people over here die and they're like, we're going to lay them in state. They're going to be there for three, four days. I'm like, man, I don't want my fucking dead body sitting out fucking like on display. Dude, that's white. Week. That's white people shit, man. I mean, that's it's uh, Catholics, dude. I'm from a Catholic family. It's at least like two, three days. And, and then they like lay him in the back of the church in case hanging out with them at the funeral home for three days wasn't fucking long enough for you get to hang out with them one more hour at the church like i don't understand that shit i think that's just weird i think that shit's creepy i think there's a lot of private moments between the dead person and their family they could put on display that don't need to be put on display well it's strange to me i mean i don't know i though I, I it's just a whole do you really need the body there to fucking to remember the person yeah like, it's done it's over like it just seems like we, like, it just seems almost like we haven't evolved past this shit yet. <laughs> it's like, just because the body's there, I mean, it's done. It's, I've had my last conversation with you. You ain't saying anything back. Well, I can tell you this, at least in my family, there's been a few family members over the years who've died and their wishes were to be cremated and their family members, they were not going to. Oh, they don't worry that about that. That was not going to happen. That was not going to happen because it's, oh, you can't. It's too much like my baby burning in hell and all this, all this shit. So, I mean, like, you got people who still believe that for whatever reason, which I don't understand, but whatever. If you would think that's like putting some bad juju on yourself, like ignoring a dead person's wishes. Like, I don't want, the, I don't want that out in the universe, but that's just me. I, I don't know. Bringing up well, most people that most people that I'm talking about involved in this shit are dead themselves. So I, I don't know. I was gonna say take it up with them, but it's kind of impossible without some serious fucking space heaters and smelling salts. So I can get out the Ouija board. We could have some fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess well, one of them, one of them at least believed in Ouija board type shit. So like, I I, I just think it's in my mind, head cannon as as the kids call it. Uh, head what? Head cannon. As the kids call it, uh, like like how shit works in your head, like whatever, it, motherfucker, you have the internet. I'm I'm. Let me Google that for you. Okay? Oh, like canon, like story. Yes. Not like yes. Cannonball. Yes. There you go. See C- context, children. When you listen and put things in context, it's easier to figure shit out. Even shit you have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. See how that works. Anyways, my I just love how my head cannon is. You die. And whatever you believed in, that's the only way you can communicate with the fucking real world left anymore. Like, like, like if you didn't believe in fucking psychics, you can't use psychics. <laughs> if you didn't believe in Ouija boards, you can't use Ouija boards. Yeah, but I didn't know there ain't a bunch of dead people saying, fuck you, Rich. I'm going to communicate how I want. They're like, that's not how it works. They know they're dead. You don't. I mean, I wish they'd, I, somebody. Hey, look, somebody could be a billionaire. Pick a person and, 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 and give irrefutable or, proof of life beyond because death you made, and make that person rich and get it over uh, with. So we're not, Because isn't death, aren't we mostly afraid of? We're afraid of what we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like even an atheist is like the best I hope for is just like going to sleep and just sleep. Dude, what if you make the rules, right? When your mom and dad and grandma been trying to get a hold of you, they're like, man, this motherfucker cut off everything. Because he thinks we don't, like, I, we could be talking to him right now. We could be jumping through mirrors. I guess. Possible. They're just sitting there stink-eyeing you like, he cut off everything. Now we can't tell him. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, 
England had, I, I mean, I know they're, like I said, the, the king, that shit is like whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's it's pretty much instantaneous for, for whatever the fuck he does. I don't even know what the fuck the king or the royal family really does anymore. I think we talked about it last week. They're just pretty much figureheads and fucking tourist attractions, really. Ooh, I found out, actually. They're the head of the church in England. Who gives a fuck about the Church of England? But as far as any power we have, or they have, we, they have, that's, it, it, they're the, they're the head of the church in England, for whatever that's fucking worth. Oh, I, no, don't get me wrong. They have power because they have financial influence because their families have been in power for so long. I'm sure, I, I, I did hear a story and, and, oh, Charles and see a got couple a articles. Big pile of cash. Oh, yeah. Just for becoming king. Yeah, he passed He passed on a good chunk of his inheritance. And <clears throat> the, 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 the one article I said was speculation. It was because uh, more favorable tax fucking situation. And I'm like, you're the fucking king. And you're worried about taxes? Bro, there's a whole country that exists because of you and your taxes, buddy. Talk to your great, 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 great grandfather. I don't know how many. It's not that many. I don't fucking know. I just think it's funny. I'm like, the king is like, we must get a tax shelter. We must move this stuff offshore. Move it through our Switzerland bank accounts. Like, you're the fucking king. Really? Let's see. Generations like what? Twenty years. We're like 250 years into America, so it's like maybe ten generations. Ten generations from King George, maybe. Yeah, but royal people, royalty lives a long time. All that, all that power and money buys you fucking the ability to to to, to delay death for 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 a pretty long time. Surprisingly, I mean, I guess like really, if you're if you're royalty and you develop really bad habits, you ain't gonna be royalty for long. You'll be disowned. So, pretty you'll be sure. Off. I'm sorry. Say what now? I said you'll be Diana off. One way or the other, yeah. <laughs> Fergie'd off, Diana off, Mark Megan Markled off, whatever the fuck. Or uh, was it which which one? Uh, King Chucky's brother. Was it uh, Andrew, the pedophile? Yeah, the, the peepee gazer, the short eyes peepee gazer. Um, yeah, they just kind of like disowned his ass. I mean, and there was like Jess, you might be too young to remember this, but in the eighties. In the 80s, I swear to God, the royal family was like a fucking soap opera for Americans. Especially like basic bitch American Richard Simmons power hour watching General Hospital soap opera watching fucking basic bitch Americans <laughs> in the 80s. And it was just like, it was just like every fuck like it was almost like every week and you got to understand this was the 80s no internet no cell phones no 24 hour news fucking this and that but it was like every week there was something new maybe i'm exaggerating like every month it seemed like there was some new like scandal of of varying degrees involving someone in the royal royal bloodline and it was like this person got caught with cocaine this person got caught getting uh, had pictures taken of him drunk on at a bar and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh. As I got older, I'm thinking, how bad would it suck to be under that fucking scrutiny? Like, because, and, 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 and when I say this, like, to be the part of the royal family, but to never be a part of the royal family that ever has a chance of ever being royal, like, royalty, of ever being king. Like, you're so far down the list of succession, but you get all the scrutiny. But none of the fucking benefits of like you're a king in waiting or a queen in waiting. You still probably get 
the benefits of belonging to the family. Like even if, think yeah, about, but dude, the most of those motherfuckers have no privacy, dude. That shit is like fucking the our, most, our paparazzi follows them around over there. The like most they do our fucking celebrities. Destitute member of the royal family is still richer than we'll ever be. I understand that, but dude. The most destitute member of the royal family ain't owning a fucking island so they can just fucking banish all paparazzi off of it. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're some fucking duke and duchess of who gives a fuck, I mean, basically, you have no privacy because why? You have some title that doesn't mean shit to you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because like, you're royal. Would, ooh. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like you're, you're royalty. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll never sit on the throne. So fuck off. What does it matter? But yeah, it was like that. And it was just because I think it was because it was an insatiable desire in, in American culture for like be, after that, after that Charles and Diana wedding, like royalty got big here in America for a certain group of people. I don't oh, understand yeah. why. Like when Princess Diana died. If you are younger than us, this is how it, stupidity is not generational. Like, you're just dumb in new and interesting ways, millennials. That's it. You're, you're, I mean, like, that, it's, the same, it's the same stupidity from generation to generation. You just find new ways to do it because technology allows you to do it in new and different ways. <laughs> but, like, this would be, the, like, the baby boomers and maybe the older Gen Xers. Like, people remember the fucking memorial plates they would sell on cable? Like, those fucking... Oh, yeah. Get the five-plate set for the world. Not just England's, but the world's princess. And it's well, like, what the fuck? Well, she was so big, though, too. Like, I gave no shits about her. I could tell you where I was when she died because it was that big of a news event. Like, that shit was... Like, I was moving into uh, my dorm room in, uh, at Western Michigan in Kalamazoo. Like, I know exactly what was happening. She was that, because it was like the world fucking stopped. It was, people were talking, and, oh, you hear, this was before everyone had the internet in their hands. And people were stopping to talk to each other in the hallway. Oh, shit, you hear Diana died. Like, what? Turned on the TV and shit. I don't really remember. I remember it happening, but I was young. When did she die? 97. Okay, so. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, that's, that's, an, this is another one of those things, like, it just, it's between. It's obviously between where we're at and where you're at as far as age-wise. That is just like, it just misses you. And I think, I really think what it is, is I think I remember people in my family and people around me growing up, like the adults around me, being all about the royal family. And that's the only reason I knew about the royal family. Because <laughs> believe me, now that no one's into the royal family, I don't know shit about the royal family except for what I hear when it, like, it, it, it enters my, my, my weird little bubble world, uh, you know, that, that I create for myself in my world. And that's usually like some shit like, who's the one who, who uh, the kid that she fucking hung on Charles that's not his, the redhead that married uh, the, the American bitch? Who like talk shit to the queen? Oh, Harry. Yes, yeah. I, I her Meghan Markle. I know her name. I don't know his name. It tells you all you need to know. Well, the, rest, <laughs> the rest of the world pretends that's his kid, dude. Her fucking. I know it's her old, riding instructor. Something. Yeah, you see a picture of this guy. Like, oh, hey, you look like Harry, dude. It is a spitting fucking image, yeah. dude. It is like, yo, that ain't Charles' kid. Yeah, yo, yo, Chuck. Come here, bro. Yeah. I, no one's going to talk to you. No one's got the heart to tell you this. 
That ain't your kid, bro. <laughs> look at him. Look at you. It's, it's like that scene in Me, Myself, and Irene. Did you notice how the hair, the water just kind of beads off their hair? How they kind of have a all-year-round tan? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Charlie. Them kids' dicks is bigger than them sausage on that grill. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, yeah, that's that. So there you go. There's my weak attempt at fucking topical fucking pop culture. I because I have no idea what the fuck else is going on. The queen is still well. No, the queen is just. We talk about this in Weezman. The queen has just dominated the news since she fucking passed away. Well, you know what's funny is I'm starting to really learn that there is. First of all, uh, via YouTube. There's a few YouTubers I watch who are either from Ireland or are still living, you know, or, or from Ireland and, and have moved away. Oh, and, do they, oh, do they have thoughts? And uh, the like, the sentiment is pretty much the polite way of putting it is fuck that cunt. Is um, there's a lot more people of Irish descent by like like percentage like in the hundreds. Than there are actual people living in both the Republic and Northern Ireland. I think that's like close to like seven, between seven and ten million. I'm I think so on the fucking island of Ireland. There's like seven to ten million, right? And they're like most people are like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about the the title, the seat. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like it's it's like. Not giving a fuck about like the president. It's not personal. I, I have nothing against Biden. I just don't give a fuck about the office of the president. I don't give a fuck about the queen or the king's, you know, the monarchy, whatever the fuck, you know, the royal family. I don't care. Fuck that shit. That's the attitude. So it's like, wasn't Ireland the one that don't belong to the U? Isn't there only isn't is it Ireland or Northern Ireland that's like, yo, we don't recognize you. Fuck you. Well, Northern Ireland's part of the UK. Yeah. Under, uh, under under protest. Oh boy, I do we really we really want the spotlight put on this fucking podcast because I could say some shit that'd probably get us in trouble. And all I'm doing is describing factual situations, dude. And I, you know me, I don't pump the brakes on anything. So it's up to you, man. I mean, where you want to go? <laughs> where you want to go with this? I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, there is there is there's two Ireland's. There's Republic Which of one Ireland. is not in the UK? The Republic of Ireland. And there you go. Okay. That is the question I asked. Okay. I'd like to be able to start my car in the morning. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nothing like that. No, no. I, it'd probably be, I would imagine uh, FBI soup, alphabet soup would show up and be like, hey. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I'm just saying, like, that the, 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 I, the IRA and the ceasefire and all that, that's, that's like, that happened in 98, right? And if you look at the end of the 90s and early 2000s, there was a lot of shit on the world stage as far as terrorism that really took a lot of the fucking wind out of the sails of the IRA. Namely 9-11, when Bush got up and said, us and all our allies, anyone who attacks them using terror tactics is, a, is an enemy to the U.S. and be, will be pursued as such. And the IRA was like... Oh, well, no. well, uh, shit just changed a little bit. So <laughs> let's all get in a drum circle. 
so needless to say, there's not a whole lot of love lost and and all that. But it's just it's funny because it's almost like it seems like the younger people that I that I've that I've seen. And most of the people, I mean, most people that are on YouTube talking about this are younger people, younger than me at least, like in their thirties. Um, and they're they're like, you know, I really I have nothing personal against the Queen. I like to listen to them talk. They're just like. It's more of just the sentiment of a couple generations ago and people who left a couple generations ago that that's 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 being echoed. It's not like the real sentiment in Ireland isn't fuck that cunt, blah, 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 blah across the board. It's more like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. Didn't care about the bitch when she was alive. Don't really care about the bitch when she's dead. Like mm -hmm. just another dead old bitch to me. I, I don't care. If she was the queen. Like that's the attitude. Indifference almost. So it's just it, it's just interesting. It's just interesting to see different takes from people who live in these countries or are from these countries and who understand that culture in ways that we'll never understand because we didn't grow up in it. It's just impossible for us to have an insider's point of view from it. I mean, you know, growing up in it from that point of view, it, we can't. So I just thought it was fascinating. You know, thinking about Stin Lizzie supposed to be a cap on the Queen. Uh, maybe I never. They really are from about I, it. they are from Ireland. Oh yeah, no, you're right. I never really thought about it. Is it Phil Linnott trying to be clever? Well, you also have to remember that there's like when it comes to the monarchy, there is the the crown. That's the that's the term. Ooh. They don't respect the crown. They don't have the reverence for the crown that that a lot of people in in, uh, of, in, in European areas and uh, countries do. Um, but one of the things that that it's a good series that was brought up enjoyed it. One of the things that was brought up was the fact that like people don't realize that a lot of the animosity towards the crown that comes from older people in Ireland is because those are people who had a personal one-on-one -on -one connection with people who were barred. It was illegal to speak to Irish, to speak Gaelish because the English came in and said you can't do it. They couldn't have their, their 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 Catholic services in their native tongue because it was illegal. Families used to meet in neighborhoods and get together just to talk to each other in their native tongue, to socialize in their native tongue, would hold masses after the doors were locked. And if you know how Catholic churches were back in the day, the doors were never supposed to be locked. Catholic churches were supposed to be sanctuaries that... Almost everybody except for, like, literally barbarians respected that rule. They would lock the doors to the Catholic Church to have masses in their native tongue because it was illegal. That's a level of oppression and bullshit that nobody in Ireland, I think, can even fucking really comprehend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is, that is nuts to think about that. Think about that. Like, not like we have a approved language for the country that we've all agreed upon mostly. No, no, it's illegal to speak your fucking native tongue in your country. I think you kind of have some animosity towards people that made rules like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. I, I think I think you kind of grow to be like, you know what? Kind of fuck you, fuck you up your ass, a motherfucker. How about that? Oh, I'm sure angry. Su surprise. Gee, and you know, full disclosure. Yeah, you know, gee, I got a lot of that nah, Irish descent in me, so maybe I'm a little bit more fucking uh, sympathetic towards them. But I'm also just sympathetic towards them because it's like. Who they fucking the Irish were taking on the British Empire? Okay, it took Mel Gibson and a crate and his and his and his and his kilt wearing buddies. Even though historically they weren't wearing kilts when that 
actually happened with William Wallace, uh, to, to defeat and push back the British, according to Braveheart, according to, to Hollywood, which would never Hollywood ever lied. lie to me. No, it would never lie to me. He embellished a story. What? So, anyways. Hey, speaking of Hollywood. Hey, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Uh, speaking of speaking of a couple different things I brought up, different YouTube being one of them. One of the guys uh, uh, I watch on YouTube, Mister, he goes by the YouTube moniker Mister H. Uh, I, he's never put a story out as far as I've seen that's been bullshit. So I don't know this source, but he says it's a good source. I'm gonna go ahead and hitch my fucking wagging his horse and hope that I'm not making a mistake here. But it's an article from a website called Bounding in the Comics. And it's from an alleged Marvel insider at Marvel Studios. And basically, it's, he gives an interview or, or a few statements uh, about what's going on there as far as the diversity push and why it's happening. And titles, you know, rumor... Alleged insider claims Marvel Studios' diversity push meant to recoup financial losses from brands' death in China. Uh, according to the alleged insider, Marvel Studios' recent diversity push is not intended to send a message of denigration towards the quote-unquote acceptable target demographic of straight white men, but rather cynically squeeze what extra money they can uh, from American audiences in order to make up for the fact that their sales in China are going less spectacularly than they expected to the point where the brand is pretty much dead within the borders of the communist country. So you wrote off a market with 3 billion people. M mistake number one. They didn't really write it off, though. He, he gets into it. The supposed insider provided uh, their insight into Marvel's death spiral to noted Disney scooper WDW Pro, who in turn scrubbed their message of identifying info and published its contents to Disney-centric news outlet That Park Place. Uh, full disclosure, I have no idea what any of that shit means. Um, I mean, I, I, I know what it is. I, I can, from the context of the, from, uh, of the of the print, I can tell what it is, but it's like, I'm not, I... I don't visit those spots. I can't vouch for anything that goes on there. Uh, more of where they're sharing. Okay, prompted to share their information after finding themselves impressed with the scooper's previous sharing of an alleged Disney insider's explanation as to why the company's Marvel and Star Wars toy sales are failing. Marvel Insider informed WDW Pro that the new stuff isn't selling. What's going on right now with Marvel is the same thing that happened with Star Wars. They explained, it's a vicious loop. It all comes down to two big factors, China and ego. Expanding upon his, this assertion, the insider revealed Marvel is dead in China, not the brand, the sales. As the Chinese government wants to play hardball, wants to cut off the MCU from their box office. It's all politics and propaganda, they said. They want the biggest movies made in China, playing in China. But what was, but what was the big driving force behind But that? Excuse me. But that was the big driving force behind Marvel's strategy for a decade. We were supposed to get what we were supposed to get to finish Infinity Stones saga, uh, saturate Western markets. And it was supposed to okay, but this is yeah, sorry. They were supposed to finish the Infinity Stone in, Infinity Stone saga, saturate the Western markets, and then expand growth in Beijing. But now they're locked out. The insider then drew the comparison, same as Star Wars, but different reason. Lucasfilm mismanaged Star Wars in China. Here's, here's where it gets to what happened in China. Made it all too hard to get into for an audience that was new, 
So that killed the market. For Marvel, Beijing has a vendetta against us. We got too big and the communist hand was slapped, has slapped us down. So now we have to find a new place to grow. That's why we pushed hard into diversity. Moving to explain our use of quotation marks around the term diversity in their message, the insider informed them, uh, diversity at Marvel doesn't mean what you think it means. It isn't races and religions and disability. Diversity is equal with representation. So the idea was that after Black Panther, we can put into rep- uh, representation, we could put into representation and everything to make up for the China loss, they said of Marvel's supposed battle plans. Not all of it, but also we weren't supposed to represent, but we weren't supposed to represent anything and everyone. Here's where, here's where the quote is. We don't do Christians or Jews. We don't do strong white male, male white leads in heroic spots. Uh, it's not that those are bad at Marvel going forward. This is direct quotes, by the way. It's not that this is bad, that those are bad at Marvel going forward. It's that we're told we already have the market for those groups. Why make more of something when you can slow burn your big stuff for those demographics and parents keep buying it at the same rate they proposed? Eventually, the insider got to the main reason why they wanted to reach out. Warning the scoop of representation, diversity, or political. That's why I'm worried, along with others, that this is going down the Star Wars black hole. They don't mean to make it political. They just are political and don't know it. They don't leave their, they don't leave their bubbles. Instead of, go, instead of doing new stuff based on race or sex, we have to do it based on behaviors. And in meetings, we're told behaviors are representations. It's not enough to have diversity based on background. We have to have diversity based on the way people act, the insider added. Why do you think... She-Hulk is how it is. They're trying to create a new Marvel market for neo-feminist women. We're trying to grow in every direction all at once and have the belief that old fans will stick with it through all of this. Unfortunately for Marvel, the insider asserted, that isn't the case. Uh, The flops have been getting, have been gigantic embarrassments. People are turning to Disney Plus to get the Marvel shows the way it was planned. Same time, they aren't willing to change because it's a Feige strategy that it's all about his ego. He doesn't want to be known as the greatest IP manager of all time. He wants to be known as the greatest studio head ever. All around. Culture, or excuse me, creative, financial, everything. For those that don't know, Kevin Feige is the head of Marvel Studios for Disney. Um, Let's see. Didn't he used to be a director? Or is it a different Feige? That's Paul. Never mind. Uh, That's Paul Feig. Yeah, I mean, the rest of it is basically like he's he's going through and giving examples. Um... And I mean, basically, what it what it comes down to is that this is now this is in the '90s and the 2000s. We'd have called this a whistleblower. We'd have called this someone going to someone in the press anonymously giving information that a corporation wouldn't want to get out there. And why is this information information Disney does not want Disney slash Marvel? For the sake of this conversation, I'm going to say Disney, and that covers Marvel. It covers Star Wars because Disney owns it all from at this point. They own all fun. So I'm just going to say Disney for the sake of brevity. All right. Why doesn't Disney want this information out there? Because this goes against the narrative they've been trying to fucking sell their garbage and push their bullshit on. The product is not good. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done trying to argue with people that the shit that, 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 that people are sitting here getting online 
and getting into arguments to the point where friendships and family and familial fucking relationships are ending over fucking shit like a Marvel or Disney or 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 a Star Wars show. That shit that is their marketing. That is how they fucking that is that is free advertising. It is free advertising. It's got to the point where literally the new Game of Thrones series come out. They recasted uh, one of the actors to a black actor. And before any show, any of the show had, had even premiered, there were stories about, you know, the, the, the struggle he's faced being the only black actor or, or replacing a, a, an, a, a white actor who is white in the books, but he's a black actor on Game of Thrones. And I'm like, struggle you face. Motherfucker, who are you? No one's even seen you in your outfit besides maybe a publicity still or two. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can people be outraged by something that they haven't even fucking seen yet? You're being, t they come out and they use this as the marketing ploy. People are outraged. And then people fucking take sides with this shit. Well, listen, I know that I, we've started watching the house of the dragon and, uh, I know that there's a lot of things that aren't very realistic in this TV show. But the issue with the black the guy I'm assuming you're talking about that was recast as a black guy is that he's a Targaryen and they still gave him the white hair. I know, which just makes him look old. Yeah, yes. Because he's got white dreads. Because Targaryens yes. Targaryens are known for having like white long hair in the books and in the in the show. And yeah, it was it was like but I will say this, I feel that they did it the right way. Look, you you it was it was clearly a ploy to try to get a little bit more fucking quote unquote diverse on screen. Let's just call it what the fuck it is. And they, and and to a lot of people at HBO's credit, it seems like a lot of people behind the scenes didn't even try to hide that was the the true the true reason for what was going on. But it's not what they're it's not like they're basing his entire character around the fact that he's black and he's being mistreated in the Game of Thrones universe because he's black. That's a spinoff. Well, it's like they're not even hinting at any of that shit. House of the Moor. And I'm just like, well, there you go. I mean, that's if you're going to do it, that's how you do it. Let the, and, and the character's fine. I mean, the, the only actor that I've seen that has bothered me in that show is, ironically, the, kid who, the, the actor who plays uh, the black actor that we're talking about. I can't remember his character's name. Um, his son. And it's because when he's riding a dragon, he's like, woo! And I'm like, dude, why are you hollering like you're fucking? I'm Will riding a dragon, man. You sound yeah. like you're, you sound like Will Smith's stunt double in fucking Independence Day. Like, like serious. I was waiting for him to be like, now this is pod racing. Like that's some <laughs> dumb. Like it was just like so out of place because for the most part, Game of Thrones, even though it's got a lot of ridiculous elements, plays it fucking straight. And like him just. Riding around on a, I'm like, you sound like a white bitch at her first fucking St. Patrick's Day parade when she's legal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no brother on the back of a dragon is going to be like, woo! That's just not, it's not, it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that was just because I didn't, I don't know. Where's music up? He didn't, yeah, he had his Beats by Dre in, huh? Beats by Tyrion. That's what he had in. Uh, was, this, was this dragon particularly lower than all of the other dragons? No, actually, no, no. They haven't. They haven't. Just even, wondering. And nothing was spinning on the dragon either. So uh, there was no boom, 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 boom. We 
didn't hear that before you saw him. Was the dragon perhaps wearing sunglasses? No, no, no. But <clears throat> I mean, like this is this is what passes for marketing, and this is what Disney's doing, and Disney knows this. It's like with it's like with the fucking the whole uh, 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 Little Mermaid shit coming out. The trailer drops for the Little Mermaid, right? And I'm being 100% honest with you. Is the crab still Caribbean? There's two people, there's two types of people who are taking fucking pot shots at this trailer. People like you, and do, do what you just did, okay? They just go for the obvious jokes. He was Caribbean. And then there's, no, but I mean, it's, dude, it's a fucking live action of a cartoon where they recast a black woman to be a red-haired white, you know what I'm saying? Like she's still, still talking seagull and singing crab. That's what I want to know. I don't know. That's it. But it looks like shit. That's the other type. So it's people making jokes or it's people criticizing that you spent two, how many, how much, how much on this fucking movie? How many hundreds of millions? And it looks like a fucking CW television series. Yet what all I'm seeing is racist online and, and, and right wing commentators hate the new. And I'm like, I don't see all that. Show me where this is. Show me where this is overwhelmingly the the mainstream opinion of people who you're trying to paint as this being their mainstream opinion. I want proof, and there's no proof of it. That's just there's just none, dude. It's very simple. The mass, the 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 mass, the vast amount of people who are goofing on this shit are either trolling or cracking jokes. Or criticizing the production value on the fucking trailer. Can she only swim in shallow water? I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta stop. Well, I mean, Canceled. didn't didn't wasn't she thrown out the house by her father? They're gonna have to change that to like some precious situation, I guess, and give her like you know, ooh, there you go. Who's the who's the, who is the the old fat bitch who played uh, the mom in Precious? Monique, yeah, Monique. she could be, yeah, yeah, they could recast. Or her she could be the, Ursula. No, but you, you know, be, well, then Ursula would have to be a sympathetic character, and Ursula was. Honestly, I don't know shit about The Little Mermaid because I hated Disney. Like, I've always pretty much hated Disney for the most part. Ursula's a businesswoman. If you get down to it, then, yeah. But Disney seems to be, like, trying to make all their fucking, like, their villains relatable. Anti-heroes. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, the bitch from 101 Dalmatians, Cruella DeVille or whatever. They tried to, like, make some live-action movie and be like, here's her origin story. There's not an origin story that's going to make it okay that she wanted to skin a hundred Dalmatian puppies for a jacket. I don't give a fuck that your parents didn't hug you, didn't use your right pronouns, fucking misgendered you at birth. I don't care any about that. Stop killing fucking puppies for coats, okay? Okay. Full stop. But that's not what Disney's that, doing, that, and Disney knows that. You're being manipulated, folks. You're being manipulated, and they're telling you this shit to your face. Just remember that. I just think it's fun. To me, I just, I see the business. To me, this looks like covering her ass from a business perspective. Like, well, we just told them, you know, we told a market of three billion people to fuck off. How are we making up this revenue? Well, that's the thing. I, they literally did a, because I'm. They're trying to be all things to all people, which is fucking impossible. Once again, once again, live action Disney animated remakes reboots whatever the fuck the live action reboots are doing i can't stand these fucking things they all look like garbage to me they jess i don't know you have kids do you have did, did your kids want watch these fucking disney live action remakes 
No. Have you seen any of them, Chris? No. But I don't, I don't see anything. We did watch The Lion King live action. Did they still? Oh, okay. You can answer. Did the warthog and the fucking meerkat still sing a song and talk? No, they they talked, but they it wasn't the same. Oh, no, I know. No Nathan Lane. No, I didn't love it personally. Was she, Jonathan Taylor Thomas still the voice of Simba? <laughs> See, I'm no, just creepy. I, I'm just talking about just from how the shit looks. Like, I've yet to see any of these fucking movies where I'm like, wow, that looks really good. Oh, you know what? This all started with The Jungle Book, didn't it? Like, fucking 10 years ago, they did The Jungle Book. That started all this fucking shit. Was it The Jungle Book that was first, or was it Aladdin with Will Smith? Oh, you notice how they kind of, from what I hear, they play that Aladdin remake close to the vest because I hear it's kind of racist. I I don't know. I just know, like, once again, dude, I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, really? And I'm watching. And look. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. A lot of people who, like I said, of the two groups that are really criticizing this Little Mermaid trailer, or have criticized like a lot of the 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 Disney Plus shows, whether they be the Marvel or the Star Wars one, it's for production quality. It's for how it looks. It looks cheap and blah 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 blah. Here's what I think is going on. I think, and I think I might have said this, Chris. Me and you might have had this conversation, but I wasn't sure if it. I can't remember if it was on air. I think we've gotten to the point where if you have a really fucking high, high, like like 4K or above 5G fucking streaming ability, you can get such high fucking definition shit that it makes normal shit that would, you know, that was like normal high def, not ultra high def. Normal high def, it looks fine, but ultra high def, it's like, oh, that looks fake as fuck. You see blackheads in the actor's face. Something, dude. It's got to be something because shit looks like garbage. And they're spending $200, $250 million on seasons and movies that look like they don't look as good as movies from 20 years ago, dude. And, like, that's if that's the case, then just admit it. Do it. You know, that's what Hollywood used to do. And I'm not, and I'm not even talking about, like, 50 years ago. I'm talking a decade, 15 years ago. James Cameron wanted to film Avatar, wanted to film it in 3D. The technology didn't exist. You know what he did? He fucking Waiting. invented it. He got the fucking, the cutting edge best minds in that fucking field and said, I want this. Here, I made Titanic. I literally wiped my ass with $1,000 bills. Yeah. You didn't even know there's $1,000 bills. They're my toilet paper. Make what I fucking want now. Me and, and they Cel did. Me and Celine Dion get together every Tuesday and burn a pile of money just because we fucking can. Exactly. And I speak that goofy-ass French bullshit that she speaks because it's not the real French. It's the fucking Montreal shit. But, I mean, dude, just come out and say some shit like that. You're Disney. Just be like, hey, look, you know, it's it's shit's a little weird. Remember... remember when when they went from uh, standard definition to high def, and the TVs hadn't caught up, and a lot of them had that weird like soap opera effect on on movies and stuff that looked like high speed video, like oh because it because it, yeah because it hadn't transferred over yet it was still in that standard def it was still super compressed boom Have, they were honest about that 
hey, look, it's going to take a while. It's going to be mm. a few years. Eventually, all the media you love, most of the media you love will be re-released and it'll be fucking, you know, mm-hmm. look up to snuff. Just be like, yeah, we're kind of in a transitory period, you know, blah, 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 blah. We're trying to dress it up how you want. But no, what do they do? They go for the fucking lowest hanging path of least resistance. Let's attack the fucking fans. Let's attack the people who give a fuck enough to actually sit and watch the trailer and look at the production value and actually give some criticism to the production value. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And that's the other question I have. Is is that where we're at now? Is all criticism in modern society, in American society at least, is it considered toxic behavior? I mean, is is, is that where this is, is this is leading? Because I can tell you this, academia and corporate America have embraced that bullshit because that's a bulletproof fucking shield as far as they're concerned. They can just do whatever the fuck they want behind that bullshit. So... I don't know. Thoughts? Well, it depends what you criticize, right? Like you can get on TV perhaps and call 74 million people a threat to democracy. That's politics. That's I'm not cool. talking politics in it. I'm talking like I'm talking about like, like I expect a politician who's running for re-election to demonize the other side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like that's that's how the game is played. A fish is going to swim type thing. I expect that. This is like this is a, this is taking the customer isn't always right to fuck the customer steps and it's doing it like preemptively it's preemptively going we know there's going to be people who are going to have a problem with this and we're going to base our entire marketing on attacking those people and by the way we want everyone who supports our shit to go ahead and attack them too that's that's the new marketing play that is a street that is the new street team there does that put it in language that people can understand who are older that's the new street team Remember those? 
Remember that chick you wanted to fuck when you were 20 and she was 18 and she was way out of your league and too cool, so you followed around that shitty band she liked and you joined their street team? That's what the fuck it is. These corporations are using people like that, but they're using them to attack other people online and it's causing fucking clicks, which causes people to write about this nonsense, which all turns into free publicity. Disney well, I could... think... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think that all started, though, because of politics, because we have gotten so comfortable, and I know I've, I've probably said it on here. I know I've said it to you, Rich. People have gotten so fucking comfortable with attacking someone who has an opposing viewpoint that now it's like the politicians, they can just sit back and watch as everyone else fights and attacks each other to push their narrative, and they just sit back and sip tea. We're all really, really, really used to that. And so now I think that companies are looking at that and they're like, hey, it's working for them. Let's go. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, it, it, it was very simple in corporate America. I mean, this isn't I'm not saying this is a fucking direct quote of what happened in, in, in boardrooms across America. But it's damn close. At some point, a bunch of fucking a think tank for corporate for corporate uh, or corporations got together and was like, so who's our next big generation to fucking get on the hook? Well, it ain't going to be Gen X. Well, what about these millennials? Okay. And so what are millennials into? Well, they're into social media and representation and all these fucking buzzwords and, and toxic traits. And they got all this shit. Sure, we'll adopt all that shit. Yep, let's just fucking do it. We don't care. And they, I mean, they... The insider gave the quote directly. They, it's not that they're like attacking or ignoring or whatever the straight white male middle aged fan base. It's that they feel we got you so locked up that we can just treat you however the fuck we want. It's, it's basically, where are you going? Bitch, you married me when you were 18 and we got three kids. Oh, is there another Iron Man you're going to go watch? I mean, yeah, like you ain't, you want a divorce? It's going to cost you. Half of everything and 18% per kid. Oh, would you like to go watch the other Infinity War series? Oh, wait, you can't. So, I mean, you know, that's that's what they did. And kind of like the cucky generation your generation is, they're like, yeah, daddy, govern me harder. Tell me how shitty I am. Tell me how stupid I am for not buying your billion-dollar fucking product that's, that's cynically aimed at me. You know, I was thinking about that the other day, how much the two generations below us love government like and i don't know why where does this come from like is because you need mom and dad you can't function without mom and dad and it's like still having mom and dad yeah like it's the same motherfuckers who like go from high school to jail because they can't handle not being on like the you know you know what or like should be more like the military to jail because they can't handle just not being on that regimen. You know, they need someone telling them when to get up, what they're doing that day, when to eat, when to take a shit. A whole lot of people need to be told what to do, apparently. And I don't truly believe that's the default setting on human beings. If you teach a human being to be self-sufficient, if you teach us, uh, I mean, if you basically, if you raise a human being to be halfway well-adjusted and self-sufficient. I know some dumb people who've managed to survive a long time is all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I mean, I, like, like, there's just no other way to put it. Well, it's a good thing, you know, can openers exist, right? I mean, I'm just saying, dude, like, like there are just people who are just stupid. And, like, I, back in the tribal days, I imagine you went hunting with them and you came back and you're like, they didn't make it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's just... It's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was just yeah, you know, the boar got him. Don't know. I don't I don't know. It's crazy. And it's like really the boar got him? The boar put four arrows in his back? We were yeah, trying got, to get the boar. He got a hold of the boar. It's crazy. Yeah. Or the, the, the bow. Like <laughs> this bow had th- this boar had thumbs. I this I think this boar was a mutant. I think it did a ninjutsu move and said Kawabunga and give me a slice of pizza yeah. as it kicked his ass and killed him. Said something about fuck him and fuck all you guys. And I'm coming for your families next. We had to kill it, but it killed him first. Isn't it um, kind of what the the whole idea of participation trophies has set us up for? Well, let's, well now you get into Gen X. We're, we're sorry. Oh, oh no, I've, I've said that for fucking a long time. Yeah. I thought that was my, I thought that was millennials who started that. Oh, no, we started, I mean, we do trust me. We trust first little league team. We got a trophy it's like for what? I think Rich and I had very similar stories the first time we were given a participation trophy. Like, why am I getting this? What's this for? We didn't win anything. I didn't win anything. The fuck is this? I only had, I, they only gave me, well, they tried to give me, I played little, played soccer for two years, little league for three years. The first year I played soccer, they gave me one. And I don't think, I, I think it ended up like on my mom's dresser. Like she, it was basically like it's uh, something collecting dust. And every one they gave me, Afterwards, I never gave a fuck about. It. I couldn't tell you where they were. <laughs> I don't think I even took them with me when we left. I was like, "Get the fucking thing away from me!" I don't want like, that. is it to, is it to give a tangible object to give your the parents of the loser kids something for their league dues? Here feels, you go. It feels like it. It feels like it's a lot of this. A lot of this shit is more for the fucking parents, and a lot of this shit is theatrical and performative for fucking. For everybody else. Oh, no, 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 no. It's to litter, in my opinion, I mean, I'm really just speaking from myself and what I've seen. It's to get kids to want to participate. Kids don't want to do things. Oh, no, kids no, no. no. And play fucking Fortnite. No, no. What what, what, what I mean is uh, it, it makes parents, like, the whole, if a kid wants to do something and they're good at it and they get praise... Like they will, you know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't need to be fucking encouraged for doing the bare minimum if they want to do something is what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I feel that a lot of this participation trophy bullshit is more for the parents because it was the parents idea because, well, it's my idea and I always have the best ideas. Just ask me because it's all about me and here, look at my little clone. It's my little child. It's my clone. It's me. It's version 2.0. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it great? It can never be flawed. So it has to be given a trophy at all times. Like, that's where I think a lot of it is, is born from. I think you're talking about almost the result of what happens. Okay. I see. Yeah. I'm, I'm following you now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Cause, yeah. I mean, because it's like, okay, playing video games. Okay. Playing Fortnite. You've got a little bit of experience playing video games now. You know what achievements are. And I mean, you know, different platforms call them different things, but it all boils down to the same thing. Do a certain thing a certain number of times. Boom, you get a little achievement. A little thing pops up, and, it, and an arbitrary score that means nothing in the grand scheme of things gets added to. And people will chase those fucking, those kids will chase those achievements. But there's no like, hey, you bought the game. Good job. Achievement. It's kill 200,000 enemies. You know, have like a, a, a 3.0 kill, uh, uh, kill death ratio online. It's hard shit. You see what, you know what I'm saying? Right. And kids play those games. And they still chase it. So if they want to do it, they don't need a participation trophy. So for me, 
this really feels like the whole participation trophy feels like a way for parents who are like, my kid's going to be a sports star. Look, he got a trophy for it. Your kid is four playing soccer. Your kid got a trophy for showing up. By the way, nowadays, like I see like video of, of like six, seven-year-olds who have swings that put the motherfuckers on the all-star team from my little league days to shame. Little kids just cranking them. Single-digit kids got a fucking step and stride on their fucking swing that most goddamn fucking varsity players don't have. And I'm, I'm just, just like, kids tested. Dude, I'm just looking at that going, that's straight parents. And by the way, that parent would beat the fuck out of you if you tried to hand their kid a fucking participation trophy. Or, I guarantee it. Or a drug test. Well, that too. But <laughs> but I, don't check Tommy's urine. But, I mean, that, that goes once again back to, and I think a lot of that, because that shit started, like I said, I got, it was my second year playing soccer. I got a participation trophy because the first year I didn't get one. And the second year is when I got one. And it was like, that was more of a thing I started hearing about after I got out of high school. But I think that that started this whole, you can't criticize, you can't criticize. Because there was like, the same parents who wanted their little brat who couldn't fucking like hit a ball off a tee in T-ball to have a trophy because it's not fair. It's not fair that they don't have one. Like, I don't, I, I'm sorry. I just lost what I was going with that. Sorry. Completely. Chris, you threw me off. What the fuck were you doing? <laughs> Typing. Sorry, you just had a, you had a crazy look on your face when you were doing that, and it just completely threw me the fuck off. I don't know if you were even aware of it, dude. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. Typing notes for the show. You just had a nutty look on your face, and I just I was like, did you just look up something that like you're gonna flip this computer around? It's my regular face. Anyways, yeah. So sorry, completely forgot where I was going with that. I like, I yeah. Sorry about my face. <laughs> we'll forgive you this time. What else we got? Um, well, we have uh, immigrants being flown places. Where? Uh, yeah, I I saw today. Uh, Abbott sent them to Kamala Harris's house. I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, I know on on the outside, this is like. A dick move, right? Most people like, but I'd like to think of this as this is a guy who lives in a state that is on the front lines of this shit, uh, who's got people, basically people firing grenades on the sidelines, at him from the sidelines, you know, oh, everything's cool. The border's under control. And the reason these were sent to Kamala Harris's house is because she said the border is secure. And this guy, like I said, this guy's on the front lines of this. Texas has got what? It's it's the state with the most that is the most miles of border with Mexico. You know, he's trying to, you know, and is it a lot of a political posturing? Yes. But I, I, I kind of get his point. Like, no, the border's not secure. Here's some at your house. Right. Well, and... But, and then everyone acts like it's a crisis, you know? Yeah, when when something's in their backyard, all of a sudden it's it's a thing. And then too, what, what Rich you said, uh, Lori Lightfoot did a thing in Chicago. Yeah, I saw a claim in a in a or not saw heard a claim in a in a podcast I listened to. I don't know how accurate this is, but apparently she was criticizing uh, the states near the border not being sanctuary states and blah 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 blah, and basically 
talking a bunch of shit, basically like along the lines of we'd be happy to take them. So like two thousand, I believe, was the number I heard. Uh, were sent from, I believe, Texas. Abbott went, all right. And going to Chicago. She hope you like deep dish. Like I think this was like a, within like five, six, maybe even seven days, like maybe a calendar week of when she said it to when they arrived. And her, you know, comment was, uh, well, allegedly, like I said, I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't confirmed this. I'm just going to say that about this entire story. Uh, but yeah, that, that her, her, her people were saying, this is like, you know, racist and how dare you. And you didn't give us a heads up and how could we prepare for this and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, of course, you know, the, the, the word that sticks out like the fucking scarlet letters racist. That's the one everyone fucking latches on to. But then like a, a week later, apparently, or less than a week later, she turns around and ships these people to a fucking suburb of Chicago without telling them or giving them prior fucking warning. And that's, so, a, that's a bureaucrat right there. So they're just literally like, we're just going to pass the buck on. Like You literally just attacked the person who did what you just did for doing that to you. By the way, get out of the way while I kick this can down the road to you. Now do you see why I can't? Dude, you know me. You know me. And we're not best friends. Okay, not, not shit like that. Like, we didn't grow up. We're not brothers and all that. But you know, now you see why I can't stand politicians. <laughs> right. Dude, I hate a motherfucker who does that. This is your problem that you created with your big mouth and you're going to fucking pass the buck. Fuck you, cocksucker. Who the fuck are you? I don't That's understand. That's all politics is. Again, no, it's kind of a dick move from Governor Abbott. But all he's doing is sending people to places where these people were like, hey, we'll take them. He's going, okay, cool. Why are you flapping your gums if you're not willing to back it up? Yeah. This is not the time to be talking shit and not be willing to fucking back it up. This is... Especially if you're on the left. You, it, have, you, have, you, have, you have a president who we don't even know if he's going to be mentally capable of rerunning, let alone serving if he wins another four years. Or to be honest, years. alive by the end of his term because, again, he's in that age where sometimes you go to bed and you don't wake up. You have a vice president in your party who is the most unpopular vice president, I think, since Dan Quayle in my lifetime. That's saying a lot. That's saying a whole lot. Oh, that guy was a... Like, people hated Dan Quayle. He was a punching bag. And really, the most hateful vice president we've probably had, the one that deserves it, is Cheney. But Cheney, Cheney was... He shot a motherfucker in the face! Cause, no, it, it, fuck all that. Cheney's gangster. Cheney knows that gangsters move in silence. And he's like, go ahead, W. You go ahead and get up there and talk about nuclear and all that bullshit. I'm just going to be right collecting these fucking stacks, counting my money, giving my no-bid contracts to my buddies. That's what that's the motherfucker who really we should hate. But but no, I mean, like... He really was president. Well, no, I, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Just like I, I, I kind of think Daddy Bush was president under the last four years of fucking Reagan, like right. big time because God damn, he like, wasn't all there. <laughs> listen, just give him some jelly beans. This is, I'm in charge. As a, as a side note real quick, this is terrifying that in our lifetime, we could have had two presidents who were legally incompetent serving in their, in, in their second terms in our lifetime. And we're not even 50, dude. We won't be 50 by the time this happens. If he gets reelected and keeps going downhill at the pace, he, but talking about Biden, 
We had Reagan, and we'll have Biden. That's terrifying, dude. What's it say about the quality of our leaders? What's it say about us that we keep putting these people and allowing these people to fucking be put in power? Anyways, Lori Lightfoot. Beetlejuice. Mayor Beetlejuice. As you call her. What's happening? Oh, Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? Football. Really? No. What? His his tablet was auto-playing a video. Because it doesn't shut off like it's supposed to, apparently. Sure. Great. Wonderful. Cool. I mean, was it worth watching? You could just narrate it. I have no idea what the fuck it was because Fo- I thought everything was closed out and it's it didn't video. down. So, yeah. no. It, it was, it, as much as we've derailed the show, it was completely not worth it. So, yes. So, it, I'm glad the train is not only off the tracks, but going over the side of the mountain right, right, mountain right now. It's great. Well, DeSantis, Daddy D, had to get in on this action of uh, shipping migrants around. Sounds weird when you say that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. just feels odd when you say Daddy D. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll do my best to refrain from that. I'll keep that into my own personal in my journal. That's just how I'll write That's about saying, it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you're getting personal with us. Um, so... <clears throat> Governor Ron DeSantis said <laughs> that, or he had to get in on the shipping immigrants as well. So he sent several dozen to uh, Martha's Vineyard, which is a place that the Obamas typically vacation. Now that is a di- like, that's a dick move. That's that's like personal, right? That's that's uh, what is it? That's Bill Maher comparing Trump to an orangutan. You know, that's that kind of shit. Yep, but, but Obama deported a lot of people. We, no, sh- we're not allowed to talk about that anymore. Coronavirus, racism, shit. Stay on topic. But well, it's Martha's Vineyard. So let me guess, outrage in Martha's Vineyard. Of course. So it's, it's more help. <laughs> Isn't there a labor crisis? More people <laughs> tend the lawn, shovel the snow, clean the house. Watch the kids so you don't have to raise them. Well, there's just no place for them to live there. I looked it up, and the median home price there is uh, seven hundred thousand. Like it's there. Where are they going to put them? Are they going to put them, you know, in in the Obama's vacation home? Servant if- quarters. You just said. Uh, I'm guessing seven hundred thousand dollar homes. You got some servant quarters. I mean, sh- shit. Not in this economy. In this economy, a seven hundred thousand dollar home is just basically like what the Simpsons lived in, right? You ever been to Martha's Vineyard? No. Let's see. Damn, you're from Tennessee. I got nothing to compare it to. It's bougie. How about that? Well, are you saying we don't have anything bougie here? What? No, I'm not familiar with the bougie spots of Tennessee. I'm sure it's somewhere in Nashville. It is. It is. No, but it's a spot like places where people like the Kennedys vacation, where the Obamas vacation. I'm guessing there's not a Red Roof Inn in Martha's Vineyard anywhere. Right. Also, we have opera land, right? Yeah. Isn't it opera pre-land? That's what I said. Well, you said it sounded like you said opera land. <laughs> That's what the locals call it. No, I said opera land. We got anything else? Or do we got a short-ass uh, show today? We have, I mean, I threw this one on that I could bitch about a little bit with the, uh, the Omicron vaccine. Isn't it... But- so here's the thing. 
I just read the other day that it's essentially fucking done in the U.S. Like it's yeah. done, it's run through, nobody's getting it anymore. So now here's a vaccine? Yes, the one that's specific to Omicron. And here's the kicker about this. This is not... Who makes it? I think it's Pfizer. Shocking. Right. The company that told us we each needed to get two shots. Oh, wait, now I need a booster. Oh, wait, now I need a third booster. I need a second. Right, now just get it every four months. It's fine. Um, No, here's the kicker about this. This is the reason that I am just like... I'm baffled that anyone is still being bamboozled by this. Because with this vaccine... They said it would be unethical to do human studies on this vaccine because by the time they could complete human studies, the, this variant would have mutated. So instead of doing human studies, they said they were just going to stick with the animal studies and determine if it was safe or not, right? Because it's obviously a new formula than what anything else that we've gotten. And they did. They completed their animal studies. And do you want to know... Do you want to know how many of a said animal they tested? Sure. It was eight rats. Eight? Like, not even a dozen? No, no, just eight. Eight rats. And they're like, nah, it's good. Go ahead and give it to the people. Send it to the peasants. It would be unethical to test it on humans, like the seven billion people on the planet that you could be administering this to. It's unethical to test it on. Yes. Perhaps some of those. Because the variant would have mutated by then, and we just need to get it into people. Well, yeah, it did mut- they were right. It did mutate. It mutated to gone. Right. It mutated to a cold. It's a cold now. That's what... At, the, at, <clears throat> at what point does just these new vaccines for these new variants just become the flu shots for the season? I mean, well, isn't I, that what we're... Because, I mean, as far as I understand, flu season, it's typically two different types of strains at most that you'll get the flu shot for. And it's whatever ones are the most uh, 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 virulent that season. Yes. So, I mean, is this just flu shots now? I mean, isn't that what fucking COVID was? Like, um, like isn't it in the same family of virus? No. No? No. It, uh, flu is uh, the influenza virus. This is a... a- COVID, the SARS virus. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's different. It's, it's oh, the he's, same one. He's here in spirit. What? Is it? He's here in spirit because you, you said SARS virus. Referring to Earl. Oh. Um, it's just it's just a. I mean, you can look on the back. I remember whenever it all came out, you could. There were all these people on the internet talking about you know Lysol kills coronavirus it says so on the back of the lysol wipes and it's because coronaviruses have been around for a really freaking long time there it's a cold but you also have some coronaviruses that cause things like mers and cause things like uh, sars those were also coronaviruses they were just a big deal but now what i'm noticing that they're doing is they're combining the flu and covid shot so anyone who's going to get their flu shot might get a little surprise action if they don't read the fine print and be uh, getting the COVID shot too. Interesting. It is. Which just goes back to, like, like I said, I just feel like this is, regardless of whatever the fuck needed, should have been done, whatever, with COVID and, and how it was handled, it feels like this has turned into 
pharmaceutical companies finding a way to be like, uh, we'll just have another annual shot to add to the list that we fucking recommend for people who are old, at risk, blah, 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 blah. When the world's government are your coffers. Yeah, it's crazy. Every three months you need a shot that you have to buy from us. It's, it's nuts. Well, and it's like with, you know, Jurassic Park, how they keep going back and making the same mistake over and over again and expecting a different result. I read a thing where they're now testing to do a um, COVID nasal vaccine. So it's like the mist. Do y'all remember? I, I, I remember it. I never took one because I don't, I don't do flu shots. But do y'all remember when they were doing flu shots as a nasal mist? Yes. Do you know why they stopped doing that? I'm going to guess people died. No, no, it wasn't that at all. It was because it was a live virus that they were literally just putting up your nose so you'd sneeze and you'd go infect people with the flu. Oh, wow. Oops. So anyone, yeah, so anyone who got that was like contagious or potentially contagious. I don't think it happened with everybody. I don't want to misspeak, but um, you're contagious with, with the flu after you got that. And now they're over here trying to come up with a way to do the same thing with the covid vaccine because apparently they think that more people would get it if it wasn't a needle like that's what's holding back the people who haven't taken a covid shot yet is they're just scared of needles is their line of thinking i guess but yeah they're literally trying to do that same research as if the same fucking thing isn't going to happen because safety yes and don't kill grandma Remember, I, in, in, in the pre-show, I was telling y'all about the new article. I haven't seen it in probably, what, a year now about saying uh, you don't want to be the one that gives it to grandma. I thought we were done with that. Well, yeah, if grandma's got all of her shots, who cares? Plus, there's herd immunity now. Or I should say natural immunity or whatever you're supposed to fucking call it. No, but that was a myth. Remember, you get kicked off of social media if you said that last year. Herd immunity doesn't exist. How could it? Oh, I asked Sweden. You know how Sweden never closed? Mm-hmm. Remember oh, and then they kept trying to make an example out of them. Like, oh, their cases are rising. They're rising. And, like, I mm-hmm. I follow a couple people over there um, just on Instagram, and they're like, we're really good. Like, nothing's happening. Well, so, and remember, remember all the hand-wringing about Florida and Texas? Especially when Florida essentially opened back up in May of 2020. Your boy, Daddy D. See, I, just, <laughs> I feel weird saying it. Well, uh, you should feel weird saying it. You sound weird saying yeah. it. But, you know, you essentially got to be a, a, a free autonomous adult in Florida. And, uh, you know, the the whole country was clutching its pearls like, oh, my God, look at them. They're pretending it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Texas. Texas was the first state to say, oh, CDC, CDC says we don't need masks anymore. Fuck this shit. You know, every, the, Texas pulled their masks early. And the same yep. thing, like, oh, my God, everyone in Texas is going to die. I'm still waiting for the body counts from both of these states. Oh, I know. I know. And the, the freaking, I, I don't know if I've ever talked on here about the implications that masks had on kids and, like, how they have now changed the age that kids are supposed to start talking. That has been shifted and adjusted for kids being around people wearing masks because they weren't able to see their mouth when they were talking and mimic the mouth movement. So kids are learning to speak later because these kids were going to daycare and unable to learn how to talk at an appropriate age. There's There's been a, a couple reports that I've seen over the last, I don't know, probably three or four months 
uh, about how much the fallout of not being able to send kids to school, having kids homeschooled, and then, like you said, you know, part of it was the mask shit. It's 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 stunted development, etc. Blah blah blah. And it's just like it is nuts. All these things that are coming out, and it's like, well, wait a minute. These were all concerns that people brought up in good faith when we were told that we were going to start doing this and everyone was shouted down and let's just be honest about what it was. People were fucking threatened and bullied into like, we will fucking unperson you basically from the digital world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's coming out and it's like the studies, the, the follow the science crowd, their own scientists are saying that like, you know, Oh yeah, we're going to be feeling the effects for this one maybe two generations out and it's not just an american issue it's a worldwide issue for everybody who shut down and schooled and blah 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 and this and this and then there's also just also the fact that you have imagine a baby born at the end of 2018 2017 i mean unless you had parents who just who just did were like full-on like we don't give a fuck we don't care what anyone's saying like even the most fucking anti-fucking Lockdown people I know were still kind of gun shy about letting their kids play together. You know what I'm saying? Like at first, because yeah. it's your kids. You'll take risk with your life all day, but your kids, you won't. So, well, that was that was a huge driving factor for me. It was something that was probably the hardest thing for me to let go of in what May or June of 2020. Whenever I was just like, no, I think this is bullshit. Like, I'm not. I'm not going to keep subscribing to this, but I still had so many like reservations with my kids. We, we never re-upped our uh, gym membership. Cause I was like, I can't put them in there with all the other kids. I can't do it. Like I, and I, I still, as much as I'm like, no, I'm not scared of this. I don't care anymore. I still have that like nagging in the back of my head. And see, that's what I'm like. There's that. And whether your kids know and can put their finger on and can describe it, they can sense that, you know what I'm saying? Like something's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, and not just that, but like one of the, one of the big things, like when you, when you start digging into people who, who have severe emotional and, uh, uh, usually mental or, or addiction issues like there's a lot of socialization that didn't happen or happened sideways for lack of a better term of putting it like well off the beaten path of, of the average way that the socialization happens and it fucks people up and we now have what i mean depending on where you're at in this country your kids could have been fucking homeschooled up until a couple weeks ago they just opened up some schools and the from what I understand, if you still, if your kid goes to school in the Detroit city limits, full on mask, like they're still, they're still acting like it's two, you know, year and a half to a year ago. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's just nutty to me. A lot of people are still doing that. And a lot of people are still like getting, still walking around offended and side eyeing people for not wearing masks, like in a grocery store or putting your kids in masks, like, and that, that, oh, the mask did so much harm to kids. Did you ever hear about the tests that they ran on kids and their masks? Like with the, with the bacteria? Oh God, I can only imagine. Oh, it was disgusting. 
Because A, masks were hard to come by there for a while. Kid masks in particular, because they lose every fucking thing they touch. Um, they, uh, you, you couldn't get them. So whenever you had them, it's not like you changed them out every four hours, which is what is recommended on the box. But you would hold on to that shit for weeks, like literal weeks. And kids will scratch their ass, stick their hand in some macaroni and cheese and move their mask away to stick their hand inside their mouth and up their nose and in a light socket because they're, they're always trying to kill themselves. Always. <laughs> no, I... It- like it, it's just amazing to me that that this is this is why I was so I, I get so fucking frustrated with people. The questions were being asked at the time in good faith, and those people were shouted down. Those people were told shut the fuck up. Uh, the experts are on this. Shut the fuck up. Follow the science. Blah 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 blah. And I just cannot get over it. Once again, here we are, not even a full three years out from the fucking lockdown, and like how it took like a decade. For them to fucking like to admit there was fuckery around the JFK investigation, we're not even half a decade out, and they're already and they're just like admitting shit, like yeah, yeah, all your concerns, yeah, they were kind of valid. Sorry about that. Oops. Well, Rich, maybe this is maybe we can circle this back a little bit to talking about the the issue with overall criticism. Maybe that's where it stemmed from. Was people had, you know, like, let's say it's, I'm just going to pick on you, Chris. Like, it's me and you, and I'm over here, and I'm like, masks aren't doing shit. I'm not going to keep putting my kids in masks. And you are going to tell me, like, no, that's, you're being fucking irresponsible. You're going to give my my great-great-aunt fucking COVID by letting your cesspools out here running around like that. And people became really comfortable attacking other people for their personal choices, I would say it was definitely a large f- contributing factor. It might even be like the uh, the straw that broke the camel's back and, and, and opened the floodgates as far as, you know, the whole COVID and, and just anything, any criticism, any questioning uh, is, is seen as like, you know, dissent and, and why are you, know, why are you, f- you know, f- spreading false information and fake news and all this shit. And I mean, that's, yeah, I think it does go back because one of the, one of the aspects that I I had wrote down about this whole, has criticism become just uh, like a negative, a social, a social faux pas is it's even medical. We've talked about the two, the the two examples I wrote down recently on the show, monkeypox and fat shaming obesity these are both topics that we can't have honest conversations in the media about because the people most affected by it are quote-unquote marginalized protected groups yes and you know chris made the point earlier he said that it was it depends on who you're criticizing right people will be real quick to have something to say about um you know Oh, you just live in the gym. Do you, does your whole life just revolve around the gym? That person, don't ask them to go to anything. They just stay in the gym all the time. But say that about someone with like, no, they're always eating donuts. Like they're fucking all, that's all they do is just sit and eat donuts. Like you're going to be attacked, but no one's going to say a damn thing about someone who is quote unquote excessively spending time 
working out, making, you know, meal prepping or what the fuck ever, you know? Well, that, I mean, that's been brewing for a long time. Like, I would say decades. I've seen the whole, like, like open hostility towards any type of personal responsibility that comes from self-awareness. I've, I've seen... That's a dirty word now, man. I mean... It's not me. It's everybody else. Those are flat out. If you talk to certain um, trained communists, and that's their term to describe themselves, I'm I'm not assigning that term to them. They're assigning that to themselves. Uh, basically, like self-improvement, responsibility, personal responsibility, these are all tenets and cornerstones of white supremacy. So, and it, and like the more and more and, and more I, 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 I like dive into the, the academic side of this shit, the more and more I realize that that type of fucking shit is just there to shut down conversation. The byproduct is it can destroy somebody's life. But that's not the main reason it's being trotted out in academia. But the problem is, is people taking their cues from academia aren't academics. And they just see it and they go, well, I can wield this irresponsibly. Anyone who I disagree with, you see, what I, you see where I'm going with this? Anyone I disagree mm-hmm. with is a racist. Fuck the consequences. Fuck the fallout. And then we get into the argument of, well, you have freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of consequences from your speech. Well, if... You're going to kill me if I say something, then I really don't have the freedom to say it, now do I? But, you know, that's, you know, we, we, that's deeper than the last piss puddle you left behind. We don't get like that on this show. I'll dive it. Come on. Well, I mean, is it, what's your take on that? I think that whenever you are doing something that, I, I, I'm convoluted with it. Hold on. Let me gather my thoughts. Whenever people feel as though, Whatever you're doing something that is in betterment of yourself, your situation, you're doing the hard work that most people aren't willing to do. You're shining a mirror on them to show them that, you know, you could do this, you just choose not to, right? For the most part, there's always exceptions. Please understand. I under I know all the caveats. But whenever you have someone doing that, whenever someone is devoting their time to something that is hard or work or, you know, anything like that, People who don't want to do that, who don't have the discipline to do that, because once the motivation wears off, it's just discipline. They have to look at you and either decide, like, admit to themselves, decide to admit to themselves that they're unwilling to do that, or they have to make themselves a victim. And to make themselves a victim, they have to be angry at somebody. So they're going to be angry at you. They're going to find your fallacy. They're going to talk about how, you know, you're just privileged because you're doing this. And, you know, and if you can debunk that, then it's, well, it was your upbringing. And if you can debunk that, then you're just going to go straight into being a white supremacist. Well, yeah, it's, that's the infamous goalpost moving. That's their, that's their go-to tactic. Their, their entire personality is based around, you can never ever win a point in the debate, because if you do, you great, you start to gain a foothold. So it's constant goalpost shifting. So you can never, ever get the ground cert- f- firmly under your feet, first of all, let alone kick it through the uprights. The world's worst game. You can't win. They don't let you win. No. No, and, and if you do, I mean, if you get, if you achieve something, then, again, that they're just going to marginalize that. They're going to minimize that. It was luck. It was because you're, you had a rich daddy, 
And then whenever you're like, no, actually, I didn't. And, well, you had a dad. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Said, well, at least you had a dad. Like, all right. Can't win. Right. There is zero winning. And that's that people have gotten so complacent with doing that. And you can't criticize one of those people. You cannot look at them and be like, well, actually, like, you know, you could, if, if you wanted to improve your health you could go on a walk you want to go on a walk i can't get up and i don't have people to sit at home and watch my kids i have to work i have to do the well i have to do all those things too what's the time that works for you you know and then they're just going to keep knocking it down because they don't want to do it thank you for visiting christophermedia.net thank you for visiting christophermedia.net See, this is something that I've noticed and and I've experienced personally. All right. So forgive me. I'm going to get a little personal on the show. All right. So when I drank, I didn't hide it. Uh, I've always felt that if you do something, whether it's drinking, you smoke weed, shit, you do coke, you shoot heroin, whatever the fuck. I, my, my personal philosophy that I hold myself to I don't hold everyone else to it, but it does fucking it does color how I look at other people uh, is just be honest about the shit because lying about it just makes it worse for everybody and ultimately makes you look look the worst. And I found a lot of people had a problem with the fact that they'd come to me and go, "Uh, so, you know, Rich, you know, we're a little concerned about your drinking. I'd be like, "Uh, are you you paying for it? Uh, No, no. Okay. Um, am I calling you, asking you to pick me up because I'm drunk? And I have, you know, like, is it affecting you negatively? No, I'm just concerned about. It. Okay, well, I don't really give a fuck. I I drink. Mm. I want to drink. This is what I do. Well, you know, usually people drink because they have you know other issues, and you know, do you feel you're forced to drink? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not forced to do shit, except for die and pay taxes. I choose to drink. I'm going to drink. I'm a drinker. If you have a problem with that, fuck you. And I would literally have people argue with me. Do you choose to drink? Yes. To try to get, because they were trying to give me an excuse, an out for why I drank. It's not that you choose to drink. You're forced to drink because of something in your past. And I'm like, okay, <clears throat> even if, even if there are, and, and I mean, there's horrendous shit in everybody's past. Even if there's horrendous enough shit in my past to justify that fucking level of self-destruction, it's my choice to do it. But people will fight it's me. America, we can have that choice. I was taking, I literally was taking responsibility, not putting it on anybody else. And people would argue to the point where I have, I, I am no longer friends with certain people because they could not get off of it. They would argue with me that, no, it's not your fault. And because I was going, no, it is my fault. Like, that is how, that speaks to what you're talking about. To where people, like, you do something to better yourself, like, they can't have that. Because, like you said, it reflects badly on them. And if you're honest about this shit, they can't have that either. Because, once again, it reflects badly on them. Well, why do you do this? Why do you sit around and eat fucking, you know, whatever the fuck or drink whatever the fuck or snort or smoke whatever the fuck? Because I like to because it makes me feel good. They can't admit that about themselves. 
And I'm yes. walking. I'm going to tell you, I'm walking. My lived experience is this. When you look a bunch of chicken shit motherfuckers, which is mm, the vast majority of this fucking planet, dead in their fucking shit-eating face and go, guess what, cocksucker? I know the decisions I'm making. I'm taking responsibility for them, and I don't give a fuck. It's my decision, not yours. They can't handle that shit. They don't know how to deal with it. No, it's like, it's that point they're they're trying to tell you, like, no, 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 you have a disease. This is you, that you have this disease. And you're like, I mean, I could, but I'm happy with it. Well, I mean, like... And, and, you know, in the recovery world, of course, diseases, you know, that's the go to. But I mean, it's pick whatever excuse it is. You know, your parents were abusive or, you know, whatever the fuck or you were abandoned as a child. No, ultimately, you have to take responsibility for yourself and taking responsibility for yourself requires you to have a level of self-awareness and honesty with yourself and be like, look, here's the deal. This is what I am. This is what I do. Not everyone's going to like it. And if. And if this is, if I'm being true to myself, I'm going to have to deal with everyone's not going to like it. And that is that, that is, that is an ethos that is preached, but not practiced because what we do practice in our society is shaming people into doing what we, what they want, what we want them to do, AKA don't buck the system, go along with most societal norms. (laughs) Yes. And I I do, I want to just real quick, just for my own peace of mind, I am not over here saying that like alcoholism, addiction, any of that. I'm not saying that's not a disease. I'm just saying that's not how, not everybody who drinks to excess suffers from that. Some people just want to drink, you know? Well, it's, it's, it was never like, I don't really care. Like here's my, here's, here's my philosophy on, 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 if you have a problem with, with a substance, drugs, pussy, money, whatever the fuck. You got to figure out what works for you. Sometimes it's moderation. Sometimes it's abstinence. And you got to figure out what path is going to work for you once you decide what, what what destination you're going to choose, whether it be moderation or abstinence or whatever the fuck. It's, there's no one size fits all. But I do have an issue with people going, you have a disease, hence you're not responsible. No, that's not true. Even if I had stage four cancer, I'm still responsible for dealing with it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, someone gets fucking what syphilis, you still get, get it fucking treated, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't just go, oh, I'm sick. Well, fuck it. You know, and there's too many people. And I get that the, there are people in the recovery world and I'm just picking on the recovery world because it's one I have most experience in with this type of shit that they're not looking at it as an excuse. They're looking at it as a genuine way of, of going, look, you know, we, we have the, we have the numbers, we have the studies, uh, you know, familial use pre, you know, uh, you're predisposed to, to, to have addictions to this and this and this and this. Okay, great. Wonderful. That's backed up. That's, that's hardcore data that's backed up by facts. I get that. But this whole, it's a disease and we can pray it away and that's the only way to that's the only way to get clean no that's the way you got to get clean that's not the way everybody else got to get clean why's the lord got to be involved in your recovery process exactly busy exactly just like it's a big planet just like i ask teachers these days why does who you fuck when you're not teaching my kid have to be taught to my five-year-old yeah you know like why it's okay keep certain things to yourself yes (laughs) <laughs> Please. 
It wasn't hard when we were growing up. Teachers weren't allowed to talk about their personal religious shit in class to us. And it wasn't hard. I remember my mind being blown. My teacher had a first name. What? Her name's <laughs> Sue. Thought her name was Mrs. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how you got into being a teacher. Your parents had to name you Mrs. or Mr. What? Obviously. His name's Rick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> But no, it's, um, I, I do think, I think that is the biggest thing with criticism is everyone is just in that mentality. Anyone that you can't criticize is in the mentality of it's not my fault. It's not my fault. And I'm going to tell you all the different reasons why it's not my fault. It's not my fault that I prefer to wear pink tutus and use the women's bathroom at Target and I'm a male. That's not my fault. That's how I was born. You're oppressing me. And once again, if you're born that way. Beating off in the ladies' room. If you're born that way and you're born in the wrong body and all you want to be is comfortable in your own body and for people to accept you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is what I'm getting. Like, you're not going to fucking try to stand out and be a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, look like a goddamn peacock if you're trying to be accepted and live life as another gender. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to ask these people, how's this working out for you? Does this approach work out for you in other areas of life? You know what really irritates me is that there are people that are fucking, have genuine issues. And it's not just trans or, or, or uh, you know, substance abuse issues. There are people who have genuine issues with these things that are fucking their lives up, fucking their, their heads up, fucking their relationships up. And... It's always the squeaky wheels that get the grease in the world. So it's the idiots who are on fucking TikTok or fucking YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever the fuck, posting about their issues and their blah, 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 and all this bullshit. And it's just, it, it just soaks up all the attention. And then eventually people get tired of being told they have to pay attention to it. And then what you have is what we, the stage we're in now, which is the burnout stage, which is we can't ask questions because that's ignorance we can't criticize because that's istophobic so we don't give a fuck anymore fuck you but yeah no matter what i do i'm going to be put on the chopping block for this if i say you know i i i don't acknowledge like i don't i don't care i don't care that you're trans then how could you not care about my struggle that is like, exactly what you will be saying that's exactly how they will take that and they will fucking they will frame it it is it's happened to me. Mm-hmm. That is a that is damn near a direct quote. How can you not care? We're like family. I'm like, wait, you think I don't care about you as a person? No, I don't care who you want to fuck. Right, or what you want to wear while you do it. Like that that's your choice. That's perfectly fine. That doesn't change if I can, you know, break bread with you. That has nothing to do with anything. But it, you have to care, and you have to be an ally and you have to be outraged at the fact that someone misgendered them and it's like i i can't keep up with your gender or your pronouns you know i think i think that goes back to the whole what i have to fight your battle mm-hmm. you know when the george floyd shit happened a lot of sports organizations hollywood you know all the usual suspects you know, they came out and, you know, end racism, stop racism, blah, 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 blah. Still says end racism on the end zone in the NFL. I don't know if you've noticed that. And, uh, yeah, because it's, it's in the the new Madden demo that I fucking took a look at. I saw it. I was like, oh, wow. 
Okay. And they, oh, and they got in the back of the helmets in the Madden games, too. It's been there for like three, four years now, whatever it is. So it's quite a stance you're taking there, NFL. I, yeah, I know, right? Careful on that limb. But, I mean, when you go to have the conversation, you go, okay, you understand that racism is a feeling, it's a thought, it's an intangible. Like, it's not a cancer cell. You can't wipe it out. You can't remove It's not a benign. It's not a tumor. You can't remove it. And these people go, well, no, we can end racism. That's a hollow fucking slogan. Don't base your life on fucking slogans. Don't impress me. Right, start racism in the end zone. I mean, but... I mean, you can't even explain to these people this idea. So how can you get into some of these abstract concepts that we're talking about? And then you just take the level of self-awareness being below zero. I mean, it is so below sea level with your generation and and tail end of Gen X. And to be and to be truthful. A lot of boomers who who who, who are, are tech savvy, dude, I'm telling you what I. I brought this up a few years ago, and Todd called me nuts. Dude, I think people are who they are. You are at your most base. One of the situations where you are who you are, where your personality shines through, is when you travel. And, dude, I was in, like, airports and on planes all over this. And, and, like, I'm getting at the self-awareness. Like, people, like, just generally don't have any idea what's going on around them. They're just in their own little bubbles. They got their headphones in. They're on their phones. It's, I got to get to my place and fuck everybody else. And fuck, like, and to me, just, to, to me, how you act when you travel, like, I know everything I need to know by how you get on and get off the plane. Well, that's what I was saying last week. How you treat people that you don't have to treat well. Yeah. Or, or, or how people treat animals. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's, someone's beating and killing animals probably don't want to ask them right. to watch your children for you i'm dating again right definitely it's an old trope but definitely keeping an eye on how they're treating the servers oh man yeah i mean that's what i'm saying that's why i said i don't feel that's an opinion that's an objective fact people who treat people that, that they they otherwise like they can get away with treating like shit and they're like why should i treat them good i can get away with treating them like shit <laughs> Because you have no moral compass and you're a piece of garbage. That's why. That's what I was trying to get across when I was saying that last week. Like, like that's the type of person that, no, I don't want, I wouldn't leave around my animals or my children. I wouldn't trust them. I wouldn't leave right. around anyone who couldn't defend themselves physically from them. It's, I don't trust people like that. I don't, dude. And I know people go, people might go, oh, you're taking it far. No, because like, and I know, we, oh, he's he's wandering off down a rich fucking tangent. No, this goes back to the self-awareness thing. People are are very unaware of how the world sees them in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Very unaware. And, I mean, it's like I'm learning very late in life, I feel, that there's a lot of people walking around going, wait, the world sees me that way? And I'm like, yeah, you didn't know that? No. Dude, you you lean into it. How did you not know it? <laughs> Oh, I just didn't know. I'm like, I thought you were just like the king of like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then when you tell them that it destroys them, it literally like shatters their mental image of themselves when it comes to talking. To, and in my experience, I've had this happen with a few friends. Like I tell them like, you don't like everybody felt this way about you. Didn't you realize that? No, really. And it fucks with them. <laughs> And I'm like, 
Dude, how can you be this self unaware at like you're mid forties? Do not track your own behavior. Like I and and just this goes back to what you're saying. Like people go, well, I don't have time to do this, or you know, oh, I I got this, I got this, I got this. No, that's bullshit. You're lying. And here's the thing: you don't want to make time to you, do it. You're lying to the worst person to lie to. Ultimately, yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you do it enough, you start believing yourself. Yep. I I mean it's it's. It, all you have to do is watch the audition parts of any American Idol season to see de- self delusion. Oh, will get oh, yeah. will will. Oh my God! It will put you in either the right place at the wrong time or the wrong place at the right time. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that. Maybe even the White House. Right. <laughs> <sighs> see, see, I did there. I'm just. Ugh, yeah. I, if there was an IQ test for presidents, I three of the ones that have served in my lifetime wouldn't have made it. According to him, I'm just saying biggest IQ ever. They have not measured an IQ bigger than mine. <laughs> it was off the charts. They had to make a new chart. It's not a Trump intelligence chart. I'm talking about post fucking dementia Reagan W and. Is uh, the lights are on, but nobody's home. Sleepy Joe. Yeah, pretty much. Like I can't even say post dementia. Like I think he came into the office having dementia. Joe, I just said this before. Joe, at this point, I believe Joe is just reading what's put in front of him. But anyways, uh, so yes, that's. Uh, I think that that plays a part in all this. The the, the fact that people are just self awareness. It's amazing because you figure with all the navel gazing that we do as a society. And as and 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 Jess, you brought up a good point that I think gets lost on a lot of people. And once again, I, I hate to come back to this, but I think it's a, I think it's an age issue for people our age. Like if I say someone's acting narcissistic, I'm not saying that they're acting like a diagnosed fucking mental disorder. I'm saying they're acting in a narcissistic way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, again, with the travel analogy, but I did. Seven years of my life, every other week. But in the security line, there are people shouting what has to happen. There are signs that say what has to happen. And then you get people that get up there and like, well, I didn't know. What What do you mean you didn't know? There is a fucking six foot two black man shouting what you have to take off, what you can and can't. Like the proceed. It, you didn't know. It's a big fucking red sign two feet from you. That's it. It just it blew my mind. Like, granted, I was a little more seasoned than a lot of people, but again, like, it just always blew my mind. Where somebody's shouting directions at you, like, "What? I don't know what's going on. What do you mean I can't? What do you mean I can't bring a gallon of milk on a plane? You can't bring a gallon of anything on a plane." Well, and it's not just the lack of awareness of what's going on around them. It's the when you when you let them know that. Uh, like, cause this, this happens to me all the time, you know, I'm picking up a, a, a something for my job, you know, I got to get into a line, I got to queue up, I'm sitting there and some of these places have really particular, they're very particular about how you go about handling, picking up an order and, and who does it and where you stand and who touches what and all this shit. So, when, so I've learned when I walk into a new place, yeah, I better fucking observe everything, admire nothing and try to fucking figure as much out for myself before I walk up and, and present myself 
and go, hi, I'm here to pick up order for blah, 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 blah. I've watched people standing in line, and I have deduced, okay, when I get up there, this is what I have to do because I've watched the five people in front of me. Yet the person in front of me who watched four people couldn't figure that the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'll even be, I'll be the trailblazer. I'll go to the person, hey, first time here, what, what do I do? Where do I go? What's the procedure? I don't, you know, I don't want to, but no, trust me, I've been in so many situations where it's like five of us just standing around, look at each other like, uh, what do we do? I'm the guy that'd be like, well, I'm gonna go find out because we're just standing here fucking staring at each other. Like, you know, like I say, we're running around bumping into each other. I'm, I'm going to go figure out what the fuck we're supposed to do. This goes back to, I, I like, I feel like this is connected to the, to the, like the, the inability to even constructively criticize somebody is connected to this waiting around to be told what the fuck to do. Case in point, all right, I went to go deliver to a, pick up delivery from a restaurant, and, you know, be, I, granted, we are two and a half years out from the initial clusterfuck of COVID, but some restaurants in the area I'm, I'm in are still having issues with uh, uh, apparently being fully staffed. So sometimes you go... And only the drive throughs open. Sometimes you go and the whole restaurant's open. I go to this restaurant. I go to go in to pick up the order. The door is locked. I look at the drive through There's five cars in the drive through I get in the drive through Almost 20 minutes later, I finally get to the speaker. Hi, I'm here to pick up this order for this fucking place. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, you need to come in. Okay, well, your door's locked. No, it's not. Huh? Yes, it is. I tried it 20 minutes ago because I've been sitting in line for 20 minutes instead of delivering and making money. I've been sitting here idling, costing money to tell you that your door is locked. Door's not locked. You have to come in. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I go and I park. Smash cut to Rich driving through the front of the restaurant. I go up to the door. I pull on the door. Clink, clink. It's locked. There is... Three employees standing behind the cash register at this restaurant staring at me while I pull on the door in a very like obnoxious way for 15 seconds, staring at them like they're the retards they are, going, somebody want to unlock this fucking door? $15 an hour. So I walk around. I walk around. And I go to the other side of the restaurant. And now, this is a fast food restaurant. I won't name the name. But let's put it this way. It probably took me about 60 to 90 seconds to walk around the restaurant to the other set of doors. Pull on those doors. Those doors are open. Immediately walk from that door to the other door I was just pulling on. And there are now five employees standing behind the fucking register by the counter doing nothing. Watching me as I go over and unlock the door for them, come back, stand in front of the counter. And by the way, while I was doing that, the manager of the store was standing there going, why hasn't anyone unlocked that door? And when I unlocked it, I came back and I looked at the manager and said, the door's unlocked now, isn't it? And he started laughing and goes, wow, he's pissed off and turned around and walked in the back of the store. This is a bad manager. Why in the fuck did all those employees stand around waiting for a manager or a customer to 
bring up the idea, let alone execute the idea of unlocking the door when the business is open. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, this is like... Why are we waiting to address the person who's in a restaurant that's going to make sure we get paid? I, it's, it's, it's this whole, nobody do anything, nobody take any initiative, because we're afraid of criticism. But if we criticize somebody, then we're haters, or we're istophobic, or we're whatever the fuck. It's like... It's madness. It is absolute madness. But, dude, you know what? That, that shit was around when I was younger. Because I remember any time I'd like to think when I bring up a logical point, I'd be like, you're just a hater. Okay. I'm a hater for using my brain? Okay, cool. I, dude, I can't think of any job I've ever worked that is dealing with the public in a customer service capacity. And the door is locked and I'm standing there with four other employees, one of whom is the fucking store manager. And nobody takes the initiative without being told, without seeing a customer unlock the door, or going to unlock the door, to just go unlock the door for the, the reaction customer. should be, dude, I mean, the general reaction should be like, oh, shit, a customer's trying to get in. Yeah, it, it should have been. But, you know, I'm an adult. You know, when I tried the door the first time and they heard the door fucking clang, they should have been like, oh, that's locked. We need to go unlock it. Then they shouldn't have argued with me about the fact in the fucking drive through after waiting for 20 minutes. Then they should have come over after I pulled on their door for 15 fucking seconds, making unblinking, uncomfortable eye contact. Just staring them in their soul. Yes. Yanking on the door. Dude, I've gotten blowjobs I haven't made eye contact that fucking strongly <laughs> with. Okay? And then I, like, literally, what, at, at minimum a minute, minute and a half, at most two minutes to walk around, walk in, walk through the restaurant, and unlock the door. No one no one did anything. Everyone was waiting for someone to tell them what to do, including the motherfucker in charge. This this seems like kind of a problem, man. I can't imagine that happening on any job I've ever worked in my entire life and still I, have that job at the end of There's so restaurant this is off the air, so I can avoid this location. Oh, it's real close, too. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, I, that, that narrows it down. <laughs> it's only a few places real close. Um. We were traveling recently and we stopped to eat someplace and there was a sign on the door and it said, please be courteous to our employees because they are the ones who showed up today and they're the ones who are doing their best to meet your needs or something along. But they said in there, they're the ones who showed up. And that is, that's where we've moved the goalpost to now. Dude, you do not even... I am so glad I have worked my last shift in the restaurant industry. The last six months I was in it were blowing my fucking mind. Like, I wanted to, like, the, the temperature thing with the employees now is like, excuse me, sir, anything else I could do for you today, ma'am? Like, it's, it, never mind the fact you're, 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 you're giving money for your time. Mm -hmm. It's not like you were bartered and like, all right, we made a deal with your parents and you have to fucking show up here every Tuesday at fucking four. Otherwise, we're going to kill grandma. No, you're here to make money so you can buy your fucking Xbox subscription or whatever. You know what kills me is that all the fucking quote unquote progress and headroom that's been made in labor, I guess, in the last couple, three, two, three years. Because I, I just I, I keep seeing these fucking people like breaking their arms patting themselves on the back like all the shit they've done and 
all the battles they've won in the last three years. I'm like, what battles have you won that matter at all? All the bullshit you've won is like broken window bullshit. Nonsense that really doesn't improve your fucking life. It doesn't improve the work situation. It doesn't improve the product. It doesn't improve the customer experience. It just makes you, it gives you the illusion that this corporation actually cares about you. Yeah. That's it. Dude, I had to explain to a kid why he couldn't just show up whenever he wanted. Because <laughs> when I went to fire him, he's like, well, you can't fire me. You need me. I'm like, we've existed before you. We'll exist after you. We'll be all right. Wow. Like I said, man, it, it's I don't understand it. Like I, I like I get it. Like I've always thought it was stupid. Like, you know, certain fast food places, certain restaurants. You can't have any visible tattoos, no more than like one piercing in each ear. Like, really, really? Can can we just say that like we're 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 clinging to a world that 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 doesn't exist anymore? Like, come the fuck on. Well, some of the piercings, it's it's an issue with the dude the falling no, no, of the food. No, 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 no. Let's not get into the fucking. I'm talking like motherfuckers with like you know two or three earrings in their ear. Like, no, you have to take that out. That was ridiculous. It's like, uh, then but it's if, not even the shit that they're winning. They're but winning if you about, agree, if you agreed I had the, blue hair. But if you agreed to the dress code, what yeah, are you going to do? I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's a, it, it, I, everything you're going to say has been noted before you said it. Um, you can have blue hair and work at Burger King. Okay, great. How has that improved your fucking life? Yeah. That's the battle you've won. That's the blue... Okay, Jimmy Hoffa, this is the trail you're blazing right. for the fucking for the for the, for the for the labor movement. This is what you're doing for the cause, comrade. Haven't they dropped that most places now though? That's what I'm saying. No true improvements have happened at any of these places. It's all nonsense. No, they've just lowered the bar. Like you're talking about like, you know, you can't have blue hair, you can't have any visible tattoo. You're talking about stuff like that, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, up here now. I don't. I I assume it's regional, like it's always been. You go down south, obviously, smaller towns in the south gonna be a little bit more conservative than bigger towns in the north. Obviously, that's how shit's gonna go for most for the most part. But I mean, I've seen people like flat out fucking store managers at McDonald's, and I'm like, bro, you look like, and this means nothing if you're not from Detroit. You look like a fucking model from Noir Leather. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if like, dude, seriously, I. Well, the first thing I think of is like, do you know some of your customers are senior citizens? Like, you can't. Do you gotta be? Put it this way: if you're managing, do you gotta be edgy while you're managing McDonald's? You're managing fucking McDonald's, G.G. <laughs> Allen. Fucking cut it out. But once Make again, McDonald's metal, okay. But once again, it's it's like casual Fridays. Ooh, we won! What did you win? You can wear jeans on Friday. A Hawaiian shirt. And jeans. Like this is this is what I'm saying. This is this is like you know the the millennials are going to be a revolutionary generation, and they're going to be a revolutionary generation that fights for the right to have blue hair and work at McDonald's. Okay, okay. I didn't realize that I can that, make a, that was that big yeah. of an oppressed group worldwide. No, keep in mind too, they can work a career at McDonald's. Because that's what you'd aspire to. I dropped the fries for 35 years. Well, even that is like, isn't, wasn't the attitude if you worked at McDonald's and you wanted to 
move up at McDonald's. That was the point. Like, is there even again? Is is there is are there people who have been at McDonald's for thirty five years who aren't fucking like Corky from Life Goes On? They don't have Down syndrome and they're still fucking mopping floors and dropping fries. Like not by choice, but by like you've, that you've hit your glass ceiling. Yeah. I got to imagine at a certain point Dude, they're like, if you we can't promote it before, you, we get you out of here. Yeah. It's the company I worked for said last week, company I worked for, that was the temperature of the room for a while. If you can't promote them, why the fuck are they on your payroll? But, and I'll tell you, but I said this before, too, being in, doing in that industry for 20 years. You know this, too. I mean, maybe you haven't experienced it, but you've seen it in action, or maybe you have experienced it when you've worked for not idiots. In that industry, if you show any brains and any motivation, you are plucked for management, like, immediately. Either that or you're beat down because you're seen as a threat to the people in power at the time, which is just as asinine. But I, I yeah, no, I, I should say if, dude, trust me, if I saw if I, if I saw anybody had an inkling of smart, hey man, you've thought about being a manager. You are definitely. If I saw they were smarter than the rest of the fucking retards, like all right, this one's a manager. I no, I know, I know what you're saying, and. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's there are jobs and positions that, you know, there's people that uh, whatever retired. There's people who are special needs, whatever. OK, yeah, that's a different that's those are those are special circumstances. Those are not the norm. So why are we building a world based on that as if that is the norm where the whole world is based at the, the speed that a 70 year old retiree or a 20 year old wet brain motherfucker can move at you know what i'm saying like anyways. dude it's 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 mad it's maddening it's maddening dude because here's the deal corporations and small and small businesses are not the same thing and i don't think the average person understands that nope they just, just see yep that's speak I can, my language right now man like it's i can explain to someone that's not a mcdonald's that's a franchise mcdonald's that is not a corporate mcdonald's and they don't understand the fucking difference. I might as well be trying to explain to an idiot what difference between they just go, a lead and a rhythm guitar is. They just go, is. fuck McDonald's, man. They got the money. That's what you, you know, right? Dude, trust me. You know what? I realized the other day that there, I, there was a harbinger of this society coming. And I experienced it my fucking senior year of high school. We went to our principal. My high, I, Maybe they have them now, but at the time when I went to my high school, like I said, I've, I learned my high school was your waiting room for your job in the factory, like, you know, my last semester. I was like, oh, shit, I do not go to high school where I think I go to high school. But we go to the principal, a group of us, we're like, hey, notice how we don't have any AP classes? And like every other fucking high school around us does. Could we maybe do that so some of us can maybe, you know, get out of here with a couple of credits towards college? And the answer we got, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, was like, well, if we do that, it essentially said... Well, we don't want the people who aren't good enough to be in the classes know that they're not good enough. Yeah. This was in 1997. By that, the way. That was a harbinger 25 years ago. Didn't even see it coming. There's another, there's another cutoff. This one's between you and I. Uh, my last year of high school, it was still called gifted classes. You didn't call it fucking AP. First time I heard people walk around talking about AP classes, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know what the fuck what, that means. What, the Associated Press is here? What's going on? Yeah, I'm like, I don't. I don't, I don't know what the Was that journalism class? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just just a little side note. But, yeah. No, um, and I've heard that. And, I mean, that's, that's once again, if you got to learn how to deal with the fact that you're not the best at everything. And if we can't even be honest with ourselves 
about that, then yeah, th- these problems are just going to get worse. They're not going to get better. like I just remember my reaction to that was like, so fuck the people who want to try because of the rest of the dumbasses. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. See, this is like when we, when you brought up that quiet quitting shit. Uh, so I, I I went and I looked it up, and as usual. There's no fucking one answer. Whatever you, whatever answer you hold to is probably based on your biases and what you want to believe. And I'm like, so once again, we've created a situation to where we can divide people up, have them take a side, and yet we've muddied the waters to the point where we don't even really know what side we're taking about what subject. Because the definition alone, people are, can't even agree on. So what are we arguing about if we can't even agree on the definition of what we're arguing about? Right. But do, that's we, the society we're in. See, we do have a lot of things. And I mean, like, this is, like, I heard it described as essentially your boss comes to you and goes, hey, look, um, I know you're hourly, and I know that, you know, if you work over 40, you're supposed to get, you know, time and a half, but we, you know, we really need you to be a team player and pull in for the company here, and we kind of need you to work off the clock. That's illegal. Okay, that- well, and people, and, well, hold on, uh, and people going, yeah, well, here's the deal. If you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to do the work, That's the fun. hours I'm scheduled to work. And if you have a problem with that, then you can fire me and I'll collect unemployment. That's Yeah, that's not quiet quitting. If, but if that's the definition of quiet quitting. That's called standing up for yourself. Yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And by the way, this wasn't someone trying to lessen the, 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 the criteria for and 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 talk shit about quiet quitting. This was someone supporting quiet quitting, describing it this way. And I'm like, that's not, that's not I mean, revolutionary act. That's just standing up for the yeah. fucking. What's going? Well, you can't treat me this way. The law says so. At least what quiet quitting is supposed to be is I'm not doing any more than I have to. Is is the the common thread that I read? It's supposed to be like I'm not doing anything extra. I'm not doing any extra. I'm just gonna come in. Do what I have to do, and go. And I'm the first for the first thing out there, someone who's been in manager position for a while is like, you don't think the person who supervises you going to notice that? Well, the the slogan I guess that they use with that is "act your wage." And and you know what? And I'd like to check in with these people in a few years and see how it's going. I mean, I get, I get. Look, I, dude, you, you are management to the core. You've, you, you, no, because that's you are you are the prime example. That's a of life. Why. That's a life attitude, though. That's what I'm saying. I get what you're saying, but you also apply this one size fits all shit, and it just doesn't, dude. If I'm if you're working for a company where you can put, you've seen with your own eyes, and you've had this personally experience, you've had this personal experience with the company where you go above and beyond, and you do all the shit they ask, and you don't make any waves, and you don't ask for any extra shit. And they go, yeah, thanks. Now that we now we just expect it from you. Now it's expected. I heard someone counter that's, that. That's like a, that's di- um, go ahead. Go but that's ahead. a no, job. No, no. Go ahead. No, I heard someone counter that, and they said, so if quiet quitting's a thing, then does that mean every time that my boss has thrown extra work on me? And had me take it on because we were understaffed, and then that work never went away, but I never got paid more for it. Was that a quiet promotion? No. Once again. Because you weren't rewarded. Once again, it's not a one-size-fits-all situation. The situation I presented, I would deal with depending on where I work and the work situation independently, on its own, as an individual situation. And in my experience... 
the larger the company you work for, the less they're going to care about your gripe that, hey, I went and did this. And also, the less fringe benefits you're going to get because it's a corporate job. But if you're working for a small business or a franchise owner, you understand you might not make as much as the corporate job. You might do work that technically isn't part of your job description, but you also know that if you need to borrow $300 to make it to next payday, you're going to the owner of the company and asking him, and he's most likely going to fucking do it if you're a valued employee. So it evens out in the end. That's what, you know, that's what, that's what you have to weigh as an employee before you fucking make your decision and go, you know what? I'm not putting in any extra effort because it's not going to be appreciated, let alone rewarded. That's my point. I think that's a very fucking valid and well logically thought out and presented point. I think it's a dumb way to torpedo your career. If, your career, what career for, if you're working in a corporate environment where they, there is no room for improvement, you've, you've banged your head on the glass ceiling for years. Then what quit. are you ruining? Okay, and you need a paycheck until you do quit. So you go, the I'm same. not doing all this extra shit anymore, and if you've got a problem with saying, it, fire me, let me collect unemployment on your ass. Don't think the people in charge won't notice that shit. No, but you know what it's led to? It's led to something called quiet firing, where they fucking essentially make your life miserable so you quit. That shit's been... Dude, they've been doing that shit for fucking decades. Hey, millennials invented it, they'll tell you. <laughs> the whole, and, and really, thank you. Thanks, Obama. Uh, the whole, you know, well, if you have under X amount of employees, then all this fucking Obamacare shit doesn't relate to you, and everybody got cut down to fucking part time. Yep. That that's 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 another fucking like. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like none of this shit is really fucking. It's just these are all tricks they can pull out of their trick bag, if need be. And we're sitting here right now, and and quote-unquote labor revolutionaries are taking fucking victory laps because they can tell a customer to fuck off and, and still have a job? Okay, great. Explain to me again, once again. I, I'm going Yeah, but back the to customer this. does the ultimate fuck off and they go somewhere else and then your job goes away. How did you make your life better? Yeah, exactly. Are you getting paid more? Is your job less work? Is it less stressful? I mean, like, are, are, and, if, and if those aren't how you measure success... Are you delivering a better product? Is the customer leaving more satisfied? Are you doing a good job? At, right, so, you, so you know, whereas hard work and, and a, doing a good job is its own reward? By no metric, like, being like, can anybody in labor be like, we won? You won what? You won what? You won bullshit, arbitrary nonsense. It's not going to matter. And guess what? In 10 years, corporate America will once again have fucking got behind the driver's seat in this country, and we'll be back to like acting like we're all in the New York Yankees. No more facial hair, no more visible tattoos. What do you mean? Get the fucking, <laughs> what, get the blue hair out of what, here. What, what, what do you mean once again? And take your fucking piercings out of your face. What, what do you mean once again will be in the driver's seat? I'm talking about in the sense that you go, what you talk about when you were working in, in, in corporate America in, in the restaurant industry, how like, you know, oh, the, the balance of power has shifted. It hasn't. It really never has shifted, no, uh, but the appearance no, has shifted. No executives were working in any of the places I were working at, buddy. <laughs> Even when I was working for the franchise owner, you think I worked one shift with that I guy? Don't under, I don't, okay, we're, okay, what is the point of the, the, the initiation of the comment that you did, you did? I don't understand. Like, Where are we going with this? What is your point? 
because I, I, I like I don't I don't get it. Like I'm asking genuinely, what is your point? I'm missing the point. Saying if the balance of power is truly shifted, the suits wouldn't still be in the offices. I'm saying the balance of power never shifted. I'm saying it's all yeah. a bunch of bullshit and it's a bunch of people feeling butt hurt because they well, don't you get said to be if corporate America is once again back in the driver's seat, I'm saying they never left. Okay. I was being sarcastic. Next time I will lay it on thicker so everybody understands. But my point still remains. In 10 years, none of this shit's going to matter because we're going to have fucking rotated back to everybody's got to have fucking no facial hair, no blue hair, none of that shit. Well, yeah, the people that are left. And then in another 10 years, it'll be whatever the fuck they're into. And meanwhile, no no, no victories were won. This is what I'm saying. Like I, I see all these, whoa, labor's made great strides in the last couple of years. Where? Where all I see is is middle management hates the fucking hourly employees. Hourly employees hates everyone above them, and all the fucking customers are sick of dealing with the fallout of your internal bullshit because they just want good service at a fair fucking price, and no one's getting that. <clears throat> but then again, I do deal with the shittiest part of fucking the business world that is food and retail. Yeah. So. It's not like we send our best there. We're not pulling cures for cancer out of the fucking back of a goddamn Walmart. Not we're, yet, you're not. I'm not finding a cure for AIDS in the bottom of a deep fryer? Well, depends on your definition of cure. You stick your dick in there, <laughs> you'll never get AIDS again. <laughs> it's true. All right. So yeah. is that how we're ending it? Fucking a deep fryer? <laughs> I mean, it's on brand, right? It's a good note to go out on. Uh, so find us on the social media. Go to Twitter and at Jen Exhausted Pod is where we are at there. Also, the same address on Facebook where you can like us because Facebook started doing the at thing a few years ago because why not? Go to ChristopherMedia.net, hit the PayPal banner, the Amazon button if you'd like to help us out and wherever you listen to us. Rate us, review us, tell people what to think of us. It helps people to find the show. We thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Later. See ya.
race for the pump from the price is set. When the price is set, match race for the pump from the price is set. When the price is set, match race for the pump from the price is set. When the price is set. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.